Welcome to Be You Blooms Podcast. I'm Jessica, your host and mind strategist. So if you'd like more information on Be You Bloom and our services, visit beyoubloom.com and make sure to follow us on all social media platforms because I don't always post to all of them. I actually just post to the one that it makes the most sense for. So don't miss out on all your free and easy fun tools, brain facts on how to optimize your mind to thrive. So I have a question for you guys, and you have to be honest. The question is, which way does your head lean towards? And you're probably thinking left, right, front, or back. I don't know. That's actually not what I'm asking. I'm asking, which way does your head lean towards? Do you lean towards the negative, or do you lean towards the positive? Now, most times when I ask this question, when there's an audience in front of me, I get a bunch of hands raised that I'm a positive thinker. And then after I explain it more, those hands start to come down. And it's not something that you should be be ashamed of. This is natural human tendency because people think, oh, negative behavior means that I'm a negative nilly. Not always necessarily. It could also be that you're just led by worrisome thoughts, by stress. Um, You know, there's a lot of reasons why you might be thinking towards a decline instead of an incline. You might be deficit focused instead of acid focused. In other words, if you find yourself thinking like, why doesn't this ever happen to me? Or why does this happen for other people? Then you're a deficit focused mind and you want to change that to the upside, right? So that's going to take you training your brain to do so with discipline, with awareness, really being honest first and foremost I find that the people that have a hard time making this change are the people who don't want to admit it. They just think to themselves, well, everybody thinks like this. Well, the reality is that that's probably true for a lot of people. Sometimes the numbers may even sway more towards that it's the majority of people because when we're operating in fight, flight, or fear, worry, stress, we're in the decline of thinking instead of the incline of thinking. So... The first step is to be really, truly honest with yourself. And let me ask a few more questions because maybe you're not clear as to which way you are leaning towards. So, for example, take a look at your algorithms. Like just hit your YouTube or your Google and look at what tends to come up. Is it news? Are they videos that tend to gear towards negativity or heightened emotions or news that's based in fear? Are you finding yourself having to keep going back to see the tyrants and the fights between cast members on reality shows or on talk shows? Does that tend to drive most of your viewing behaviors? Well, if it does, then your mind is inclining towards the negative side, stimulating by being stimulated by emotions that cause anger, frustration, things of that nature. So you want to be careful of that because that's what you're seeding your mind with. And you might think of it as just pure fun and entertainment, and it's okay when you know that. But if you find that you're being stimulated by it, which is hard to identify, guys, it's kind of like an addiction that's subtle. You don't even realize it, but you'll know it because you tend to look for those videos. You can't even stop yourself from grabbing the phone, and the phone just literally is typing in to find more of those videos. Or you see one on YouTube, and then there's a suggested list after that, and it's all more of that, more crime show, more heavy shows, or more drama. So that's one way to look at it. The other is this in terms of how you communicate with your friends, right? So let's say someone is talking with you, and 
you know, they say, oh, that's such great news that, you know, this thing happened for you. And you tend to be the person that says, yeah, but, or I guess, you know, but I'm still concerned about this, or I'm still worried about that. That's usually an indicator that you're thinking on the downside. Uh, you're not able to really stick with the joy. Immediately you go right back to, but negating the joy that you just earned yourself or were acknowledged with, and you just sort of threw it away. So you want to be aware of that kind of behavior because power, there's a lot of power in words. And uh, if the words tend to be driven from a state of lack, that's what you're training yourself to be comfortable with. I'm a person who operates in a state of lack. It's something that I know. It's part of my identity because I talk about it all the time. And I believe this is what's happening to me all the time. So you start to merge with the state of that identity, which is something you don't want. Does that make sense, you guys? I know some of you are starting to go, oh my gosh, I think I am that kind of person. That's okay. It's not that you're that person. It's okay. It's that you're thinking that way, right? We're just keeping you from becoming that identity. Although some people are already there, but we're going to pull you out of that rabbit hole and over to the upside, (laughs) okay? Over to the other side of the mountain. So the other thing is that um, if you're driven by... Uh, to make purchases based on fear. Okay, so the studies show that even the most positive companies will pitch to you uh, through your fear-based pain points. So, for example, you may see an ad that says, have you been struggling with depression or has, um, has your lack of confidence been holding you back from getting the life that you want? And so they start that way because they start with the pain point because your ears go whoop whoop. It's like they they are like antennas and they literally hook into the message and there is the buy. It triggers you to actually make the purchase because it hit an emotional void in your heart, which causes an emotional purchase, right? They're literally providing a solution to an emotion, emotional void that you have or a lack that you have that they're providing the solution for that lack. They're filling that hole. So you want to be aware of that more so that you're not driven one way or another. Uh, we The problem is we see this all over the place in terms of um, overutilizing the fear mechanism because it works. It keeps you tuned in. You, you stay tuned into videos longer if they have something that uh, is intriguing your fight or flight response, you know? And so, um, for example... The news is a good example right now. You'll see interviewers do this, and and it breaks my heart for them because they are doing this to themselves, not only to the the viewers, but they're actually doing it to themselves. Uh, Because the more you do something in your behavior, the more you're training your brain to think that way. It's that simple, you guys. I'm the mind strategist. It's my job to remind you of how you're nurturing or not cultivating the mind that you really want. So if you watch the news carefully... And I tend to pick this up really fast because I'm so hyper aware of it. You'll see somebody interviewing uh, a guest and they're trying to get the juicy gossip about something, let's say, right? But it's supposed to be a news station that's neutral and objective in their reporting. And the news person will ask a question, hoping to get an answer or elicit, elicit an answer that would, let's just say, increase the, the ratings, right? Or stimulate the viewers. 
And the person responds in a in a way that's actually really, you know, polite, ethical, moral, whatever it may be, and answers the question and you know, 100%, but the news person keeps pushing, well, do you really mean that? Or if it really wasn't, you know, if, if you weren't put in this position, would you really be saying this, you know, or did that really happen or not happen? You'll see them pushing for it. And that's where they're crossing the line from reporting to egging, pitching, inciting, elicit, you know, eliciting some sort of response, right? So you need to be aware of that. When I see that, I see it in documentaries because I love documentaries and I can see when it's totally being swayed one way and I I don't get a chance as a viewer to create my own opinion about it because it's so skewed one way. So unfortunately, we're bombarded with that everywhere we go, everywhere. And uh, so I want to increase your awareness. Part of my um, my aim today is to heighten your awareness with this thing, with, with sort of what these um, emotional triggers look like um, and how they're packaged so that they can kind of, you know, um, creep in on you as an undercover. Um, and so if you're aware of it, you can do something about it, right? So now if you want, you can actually practice this with family members and friends when you start a conversation, even a phone call, Right. Instead of saying, hey, how's everything going? A lot of times you'll find, depending upon what's going on, but many times you'll find that people will immediately first, they go right to the negative. Oh, you know, work was hard. I'm just trying to do this. I'm just staying hopeful. Well, anytime you put the word, I'm just staying hopeful, that just, or I'm just praying or whatever it is, that just is literally thinking on the negative because you're minimizing the uh, strength of that positive action that you could be taking, but your brain is processing it as a limited thing. It's like, it's, I'm just kind of doing this. So it doesn't really um, stand behind the positive action and believing as this is a great thing to do. I, the first response is that I'm praying or the first response is that I'm doing this. I'm excited to do this or I'm excited to do that. I'm not, I'm just, you know, kind of hanging in there. So when you hear that, it's like, I'm trying when you hear that kind of, um, those verb, I'm sorry, those words, that is an indicator that you are, you tend to be a downside thinker. So you can ask your friend now starting the conversation. So you don't let them go in that direction and just say for the next week, I want you guys to test this out. And I want you to say, Hey, how are you? No, I'm sorry. Take that back because you don't want to open Pandora's box yet. So you're going to say, hey, so what are, what are a couple positive things that happened today for you? Or some, what's, the, what's the positive happening in your life, right? And what you're going to find is that almost always the person goes, uh, and they get stuck and you can hear it in the voice. Um, and if they're not in front of you, I'm saying you could hear it on the phone call or if they're in front of you, you see it in the body language because the natural inclination is to immediately spew out the negative. There's not even a thought about it. It's like, let me tell you what happened. And why? Because it's on autopilot. It's a repeat play over and over again, because you've trained yourself to completely think that that is natural and okay and normal. It's your normal. So you have to decide, am I done with this new normal? And I want to create a new normal for me, a new habit of positive reporting in my life. So that's not natural because you haven't been doing it. But trust me, if you practice that over and over again and immediately first go to the positives and try and stay there as long as possible, you will literally 
incite, breed, cultivate, create a beautiful mental habit, a beautiful positive expression of self and gratitude and what's around you, you will handle life's problems in a much better way. Especially when you do this, when you're going through already difficult times, you start doing this now, like I've said in another podcast, there will there will be no stopping you. You'll, you'll literally train yourself to be as unbreakable as possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? So consider that. And I know that for some of you listening, it might be really hard to admit this, um, but there's nothing that you need to prove to me or anybody else. This is for you. This is because I want to see you seed something new. Seed something new in you so you can sprout, blossom, and bloom. And so, uh, you know, the next time maybe you can practice it with your friends. And when you see that happen, you can tell like, okay, it's not just me. I'm normal. This happens a lot. You know, it's a human condition of how we've been sort of conditioned in our environment to be fear-based, right? But you create what kind of world you wish to live in. It's your world after all. And you get to play and live and create and thrive in that world. So get rid of those buts, you know, you have good news. That's another one. Like I'll, I'll notice like even with therapeutic sessions, um, I'm direct, you know, as I'm guiding the client to after they vented, I'm guiding them towards, okay, what are some of the upsides of this? What could we be possibly gaining from this experience? What have you learned? Um, what are you optimistic about? And the client will say one, maybe two things and immediately, immediately revert right back to, but you know what? And then it goes right back to the negative. And then my job is to say, okay, nope, we're not going to go there. We're going to stay here. Another tool that I use when I'm doing workshops with people and I have groups cause it's really fun. I'll bring up two people and I'll have one play the pessimist. The other one is the optimist. And guess which one has the easier time of coming up with scenarios? So this is how it goes. I'll say to them, I want you as the pessimist to think of every upside to this person's downside. So the negative person, the, um, I'm sorry, the pessimist, uh, the optimist is going to find the upside to the, to the uh, pessimist downside, right? So every negative statement, for every one negative statement, the, pessim- the optimist is going to come up with the upside. So for example, the pessimist says, oh my gosh, I have so much schoolwork. And so the optimist is going to say, wow, this is a great time for you to learn so many different subject matters because when you start working full time, you won't even get that opportunity. So this is awesome that you get to experience that now. Like they literally just keep coming up with the bright side over and over. So the one that has the easiest time, it happens every single time. And usually the one who volunteers to be the optimist is like, oh, this is going to be so easy. I'm so positive. And I'm like, great. And then I start and I don't let them think about it. It's whatever. Even if, if somebody says, you know, oh my gosh, I just feel so sluggish today. And the, the optimist says, well, at least you have attributes of a turtle. That's awesome. It doesn't matter. I just want them to come up with positive things, you know? And so, um, and in humor, there's flexibility. The mind gets to be more adaptable to come back with something really great. So I thought, okay, that'll help the the negative nilly be able to bounce back with something right back. But time and time again, it never fails. It's the person who has to be positive that struggles and you'll see it on their faces. You'll see uh, the participant go, oh my gosh, I, I didn't realize how hard it is for me to come up with an upside. 
And uh, the person who was the negative person is like, I didn't realize how easy it was for me to think so negatively, so easily to be a complainer, Mm -hmm. to find every bad thing that's happening in the world and in my life. (laughs) I didn't realize I could complain about some, the smallest of things. So the revelations are great because it's like, wow, now we have awareness. And now it's the question becomes, would you like to change that? Would you like to create a new way of, of expressing for yourself? for your brain doesn't your brain deserve a break doesn't your brain deserve to create this new identity of optimism and hope and resilience Uh, a brain that is able to bounce back faster from every setback that comes its way right our brain is there to protect us but it's also trying to keep us safe and comfortable so you're going to have to say okay brain we're going to train we're going to learn a new skills new skill sets we're going to develop new traits And we're going to do this. So we're going to get uncomfortable. But every time something triggers us in a negative way or something comes up in the algorithm, we're going to change that. In fact, I'm going to start Googling positive things. I'm going to Google before I go to sleep, funny cat videos, funny parrots talking. I'm going to watch comedies before I go to sleep. When I look up the news, I'm going to look up, uh, you know, people who are overcoming through prayer, people who are overcoming by helping other nurses or other staff during this time that we're in, you know, people who are creating masks, you know. So what happens is your algorithms now are going to serve you more positivity automatically. And then you're going to uh, start doing that automatically in your brain space. And you're going to find, which is so funny, one day you're going to try to be negative about something and you're, it's going to be like, oh, oh, I can't, I can't even get there. And you'll probably laugh. This happened to me years ago. You'll laugh at yourself because you're going to be like, oh my God, I finally made the change. I have, I'm actually more of an upside thinker. I'm actually an optimist. I'm actually somebody who finds the rainbow in the storms, who sees a mountain and says, how can I climb it? Rather than, oh my gosh, how long is this going to take? So congratulations, then you will have transformed to a person who is asset-focused instead of deficit-focused. And that's where you want to be, my loves. So if you have any questions about this episode, please go ahead and reach out to me on any of my platforms. You can follow me at Twitter or Instagram at Bloom. Join our Facebook community, will you? Our Facebook community is, going, is growing and it's a great place to share and engage with other people and to share even pictures, images, what's going on in your life. I get to see it and engage with you there. It's BU Bloom on Facebook. Share this podcast if it served you well. Help me spread the word so we can create positive virtual communities and through uh, on-demand radio like this that we're fortunate to have. So let's make our online communities transition from negative spaces to positive places where we can actually blossom I'm Jessica, your mind strategist and creator of BU Bloom. I'll talk to you soon.